and work real hard and be a slave to me. My home in the castle be yours to mark and never the truth on me. We are the money, you are the debt. Come give it all to me. show right here on Spotify. I am your host, Paul Brown, and today is Thursday, August 31st, 2023, and it is 7 p.m. here in the Rust Belt. This evening's commentary is titled, Using the Dictators and the Mafia's Playbook. During President Trump's presidency, The Democrats, leftists, and other anti-Americans screamed that he was going to destroy democracy. Daily, we heard warnings about authoritarianism imposed by Trump, voter suppression executed by Trump, and how he was going to throw Hillary in jail and investigate Biden, his rival. It turns out that Joe Biden and his Democrats are everything and more of the authoritarians, vote suppressors, and witch hunters they accuse Trump and his followers of being. Then again, projection has long been a character trait of totalitarians. Accuse others of what you're doing or planning on doing. Donald Trump was indicted and arrested last week in Fulton County, accused of trying to overturn Georgia's 2020 election results. He's now been arrested four times by the same people, the Democrats, who warned and scolded us that Trump was going to throw people in jail and investigate his political rivals. All the arrests would be laughable if they weren't intended to target political opponents. They are to suppress conservatives, they are, to investigate rivals, they are, and a danger to our republic, they are. I could list numerous recent examples of Democrats who committed election manipulation, most recently across the country in 2020, hundreds of election procedures were changed by unelected bureaucrats because of covid 
almost all were done unconstitutionally. The manipulation of how the Democrats have weaponized the justice system, law enforcement against their opponents, for example, Hillary and Biden had classified documents, nothing happened to them, but Trump was arrested for legally possessing classified documents. And of Democrats, he seized unauthorized power to implement draconian edicts on the populace. Think of the hundreds of authoritarian lockdowns during COVID. I could give hundreds of examples of Democrats being hypocrites by doing exactly what they accuse others of doing, what they've made illegal. However, none of that matters. The Democrats and their media do not care about any of that. They don't care that they are hypocrites, and they don't care if anyone discovers their hypocrisy. Why should they? They control all the power institutions in the country and are wielding that control to maintain power. There are two ways to best understand the current Democrat Party. The first way is to think of any dictatorship in the last 100 years. Cuba, Soviet Union, North Korea, China, Russia, Russia, and most Islamic countries are examples. The second way is to view the Democrats as the organized criminal enterprise they have become. Biden, Hillary, Obama, etc. are totalitarians slash authoritarians that operate as organized criminals raking in millions of dollars, very much like the mafia dons and mafia families of the 1920s through the 1970s. First, think of the above list of dictators and how they operate. The mission of an authoritarian regime is to main, remain in power. To do so, they must control the institutions of power. In no particular order, because each is equally important, you must, you must control the media and press, the legal system, law enforcement, the universities, universities, and the bureaucracy. With control of those institutions, you rule any country. Now consider how the Democrats and their institutions have operated the past six to eight years. Constant negative media coverage of Republicans, while only positive coverage of Biden and the Democrats, endless investigations of political rivals, arrest of political opponents, a, a Department of Justice that trumps up crimes against Republicans, yet refuses to investigate the admitted bribery and influence peddling of, the, of Biden. Remember how Biden bragged that he got the Ukrainian prosecutor investigating Hunter fired? It's almost comical how Democrats claim the millions of dollars transferred to Biden is not evidence of any wrongdoing. Really? We're told to believe, by the controlled media, that countries and companies just transfer millions to politicians for no reason. The most egregious example of the Democrats' control of institutions 
is the Hunter Biden laptop affair. Hunter's laptop has been in FBI custody since November of 2019. It contains tens of thousands of emails, videos, bank records, documents, etc. that prove Joe Biden and the Democrats took bribes and acted as foreign agents working against the United States. Immediately after the New York Post published an article in October of 2020 about Hunter's laptop, 51 intelligence experts claimed it was Russian disinformation. Those 51 experts lied, as did big tech, big media, and every Democrat. Hunter's laptop is real and was authenticated by the FBI in 2019. The laptop proves to his bribery guilt. Despite the FBI having the laptop, they refuse to investigate. The DOJ refuses to prosecute. And the media refuses to report. Absolute proof that the Democrats control every power institution. Next, think of mafia books, TV shows, and movies you've read or seen from Al Capone to The Godfather, Goodfellas, or The Sopranos. And think of how organized crime gains and maintains power. Organized crime syndicates bribe the police to prevent them from being investigated. And if, by chance, any were arrested, the Mafia controlled the prosecutors and judges to ensure that the case was never brought to trial or thrown out if it was. Also, they had the media in their pockets to keep public pressure off them. Knowing that they controlled the legal system, the Mafia did anything they wanted without fear of being arrested or prosecuted. That is the exact playbook the Democrats are following. A two-tier justice system, one for Democrats and another for everyone else. Barack Obama corrupted the Justice Department when he appointed Attorney General Eric Holder. Remember when Holder claimed he was Obama's wingman? Holder lied to Congress and was held in contempt of Congress. Now, Biden's Department of Justice is totally beholden to the Democrats, exactly like a police department that never investigated their mafia families. The DOJ refuses to investigate anything to do with the tens of millions of bribery dollars that Joe, Hunter, and other Biden family members received. Even when caught on film and tape admitting corruption, the FBI and the Department of Justice refused to investigate anything Biden. So to understand our authoritarian Democrats, Simply look at the authoritarian regimes and organized crime for the blueprint to their current op operations. It's not complicated. We're down to a choice in America. 
live free or die. That's the theme of this year's family and fellowship gathering sponsored by the Knights Party of the Ku Klux Klan. As always, this event is held over Labor Day weekend, September 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. In Old Scotland, when they were facing peril, they would call for a gathering of the clans. Today in America, we need a gathering of our people, the white race. The future of your children and our republic is in danger. It's your choice, either live free or die. All white Christian patriots are invited. That means you, your spouse, and your family. Attendance is free. That's right, I said free. This year, not only is attendance free, but on-site meals are also free. All you need to do is drive here to the Knights Party private property in the beautiful Ozark Mountains in Harrison, Arkansas. While this is a totally free event, you do need to register so we know about how much food to prepare. You can register by calling the Knights Party National Office during regular business hours, which are Central Standard Times. Call 870-427-3414, Monday through Thursday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., Friday, 10 a.m. to 12 noon, Saturday and Sunday, closed. Also, there is limited cabin space, room for camping, or parking an RV, all provided at no cost. It is that important that you be here. Don't wait. Register today. Emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge sanctioned by the U.S. government. Commencing at the siren, any and all crime, including murder, will be legal for 12 continuous hours. Enough of the mainstream media pushing whatever the government tells them to push. Enough being told as white people that we should be ashamed of our white skin. Enough of watching our white history being erased to appease non-white people in our white Christian nation. Listen to Behind the Hood every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday exclusively here on AltRightTV.com. The Invisible Knight brings you one news article, gives you his opinion on it, all in 15 minutes. If you want the truth, that's what you'll get on Behind the Hood. Your daily dose of truth. Welcome back, everyone, and thank you for sticking around uh, for the second half here of the Rust Belt Klansman Show. Uh, before I get into this Thursday evening's articles, I want to remind everyone, and uh, the ad just played uh, for this uh, Klan Congress, uh, that starts tomorrow. So uh, if you haven't registered and you would like to attend, just go. Uh, you will be welcomed uh, as anyone else. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of people may not have time or they just saw uh, uh, the, the Klan Congress and family gathering uh, and, you know, didn't have time to call, uh, just go. Uh, pack up your family 
jump in the car, and go. You don't even have to take worry about food. Uh, it's free. The food's free, and the uh, whole clan congress and family gathering is free. So uh, pack up the kids, the wife, the girlfriend, whatever, and uh, uh, head to uh, Harrison for the uh, annual clan congress and family gathering. Uh, so check that out. Uh, also, the gates open at 12, 12 noon central time, the gates open. Uh, if you're worried about security, this is on private property, and this is why there is a gate, and uh, uh, you you and your family, your children, you are protected. Uh, uh, you don't have to worry about uh, uh, these crackpots uh, invading the, the conference and trying to ruin it because uh, it is very secure. So uh, don't let that worry you. So take the kids. Uh, activities for the children. There is a playground. Uh, for the children, uh, so uh, they have things that they can do. Okay, I just wanted to bring that up uh, because that is tomorrow. Uh, let's see where we'll start. Now, uh, uh, here we go. We'll talk about Biden and his uh, uh, immigrant friends. Uh, his non-white uh, friends. Uh, this comes from the Washington Examiner, and the headline is, Illegal Immigrant Released by Biden Kills Child and Injures 26 Others in Ohio. The driver of a Honda Odyssey who forced a school bus carrying elementary school children off the road and down an embankment in Ohio killing one child at injuring 26 others, was caught illegally crossing the southern border and then released into the country by President Biden in 2022. Uh, you know, the first thing that pops in my mind here is, uh, how does this illegal have a, a car, a Honda Odyssey? Where do you get that from? Uh, these people seem to have everything they need and more. These people have more than the average American has. And isn't this a friendly, uh, you know, uh, Biden uh, blew the smoke up her ass was telling us how friendly these people were. Now, that seems real friendly, doesn't it? To drive a school bus full of children down over an embankment. Thanks, Joe. Uh, Hermanio Joseph uh, of Haiti was charged with aggravated vehicular homicide yesterday in Clark County Municipal Court for the incident, which happened as the children were being bused to their first day of school. Joseph was arrested while Ill illegally crossing the southern border in August of 2022, according to reports. Pursuant to Biden's border policies, Joseph was not returned to Mexico, where he came from, or his native Haiti. Instead, he was given a notice to appear in immigration court and then released to go wherever he wanted in the United States. Isn't that something? Uh, think how many 
Uh, this guy, it's not saying he's a terrorist, uh, but he, he, he's a dirtball, uh, a third world dirtball that does not belong in our, in our white Christian country. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, Joe Biden giving all this forgiveness, uh, you know, all these uh, uh, turds that South America have been grunting. Uh, uh, it just you know, it, it it's an open door. All they gotta do is come here, and then they get they live better than your average American because they're given everything. And here's the kicker: who's buying all these things? We are white taxpayers. We go without while these bastards live a life of luxury. Uh, it continues here, it's, it's not clear why Joseph chose Ohio. What is particularly noteworthy, however, is that when Joseph was arrested at the scene of the accident, he gave Ohio State Highway Patrol officers his Mexico driver's license. This is significant because it shows Joseph had lived in Mexico long enough and gained sufficient legal status in that country to obtain a violent Mexican driver's license. In other words, as terrible as things are in Haiti, Joseph was apparently living comfortably enough in Mexico for long enough that he could afford a driver's license. This is not a migrant who recently fled Haiti and could not find a place to live in another country. He was living comfortably in Mexico. He has no right to enter the U.S. and stay here forever. None of them do. None of these bastards do. They, they don't have the right to come here. You know, these people, they come across the border and they're, they're get automatically given rights. Listen, these people aren't citizens. They have no rights. Not in America. They may have had their rights wherever they come from, but these people aren't citizens. They have no rights. Uh, that gets me, and I've, I've seen articles too where uh, the, these immigrants are actually trying to sue the government. You have no right to sue anybody. You don't belong here. Uh, that you know, and and all the problems that they're causing Chicago, uh, New York, these big cities, they don't, where they're going to put them. Uh, I think it's funny because they invited them. These are the same, uh, and. Uh, by chance, black uh, 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 people uh, running New York City and uh, Detroit mayors uh, that welcomed these people before they got here with open arms. They stated, uh, uh, you know, uh, migrants welcome. Uh, now, this uh, 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 guy in Detroit, maybe he uh, didn't personally, but uh, uh, his, uh, the the uh, thing before him, uh, Beetlejuice, uh, what was her name? Uh, the black lesbian that looked like Beetlejuice, uh, that was the mayor. Uh, anyhow, I, her name, um, I can't think of her name. But anyhow, she welcomed these uh, immigrants. And, you know, I think any place that welcomed these immigrants, that's where they should go. If we live in uh, white areas where, uh, you know, we don't want them, 
then they should have to go to these places that wanted them. Uh, they should plant them right on uh, the White House lawn, uh, Nancy Pelosi's house. Uh, this is where they bought Martha's Vineyard, up there with uh, Barack and Michael. Uh, send them there. Which a while back they did, and then uh, you didn't hear too much about it, but they politely uh, removed uh, uh, immigrants from Martha's Vineyard. Uh, but I think that that would be a perfect place for them. Barack Obama wanted uh, uh, these people. So why doesn't he share his mansion? Which, uh, you know, think about that. How the hell is he affording a mansion in Martha's Vineyard when he was paid $200,000 a year as president? Where's his cash coming from? Where? It's not easy, uh, folks. Follow the money trail. Uh, the end, end of the article here. Uh, uh, where it said he has no right to enter the U.S. and stay here forever. But that's exactly what Biden did. Biden caught him, released him, and according to Biden's own stated policy, would never make any effort to deport him, even if he eventually lost his asylum claim unless and until he committed a serious crime. And now there is one dead boy and 26 other children injured trying to get to class on the first day of school because of Biden's border policies. Uh, this is uh, a sad fact. Uh, in America, we as whites uh, are not safe from these people. These people have no family values. They live with savages. And, you know, they, they want to come here and, and still live like savages. They don't want to do it in their own country because it's a poor country. And they know that all they have to do is come to the United States. They're left in. They're not bothered. Uh, they're housed, food, clothed, educated uh, to the point that they can get. Uh, then, you know, they can still terrorize. But here in America, they're paid to do it. Uh, you know what that's called? Accelerated white genocide is exactly what that is. Uh, speaking of borders, you know, when, when you hear, uh, uh, Of, of these immigrants, you know, we all look to the southern border. Uh, here, this article, uh, if I can find it. Yeah, uh, here we go. It, it's not just the southern border where these scumbags uh, uh, are coming across. This article comes from the Daily Caller, and the headline is, Illegal migrants from Mexico assault northern border agents, official says. Uh, so if you think that the only place that these uh, non-white third world uh, deplorables are coming from uh, over the southern border, we are being attacked on all sides, people. Uh, this isn't uh, 
uh, immigration. This is invasion is what it is. There's a big difference, too. Uh, the article here, three illegal migrants from Mexico assaulted a border patrol agent along the northern border on August 20th, according to an Instagram post from Swanson Sector uh, Chief Robert Garcia. The three illegal migrants crossed the northern border from Canada illegally before assaulting the agent near uh, Chirapusco, New York, according to Garcia's post. Northern Border Patrol agents in Swanson sector, which includes areas of New York, Vermont, and New Hampshire, have made more than 4,900 arrests of illegal migrants from 68 different countries between October of 2022 and July, amounting to more apprehensions than the last eight years combined in the region. Now, you, you know, that's shocking. You, you're, you see now that it isn't just the southern border. It is also the northern border. Uh, you know, um, what kind of a, uh, what, what kind of a life are our white children uh, gonna have. Uh, th this is crazy. You know, um, the generation generations of white children that are growing up now are going to be facing uh, genocide face to face if there isn't some changes made. Think about that. You know, parents out there, grandparents, uh, you, you love your children, your grandchildren, uh, you do things with them. And you, uh, many people uh, don't realize that, you know, uh, we're going to die and our children and grandchildren are going to be the ones facing. Uh, it, it, it's dangerous now. But just wait, and this is what our kids are going to have to face if something isn't soon done. Uh, about all I can say is white people, get off of your asses and use your voice. If you love your children and your grandchildren, uh, you'll do just that. Um, additionally, there were 521 assault incidents against Customs and Border Protection officials in fiscal year 2022 and 386 in the first 10 months of fiscal year 2023, according to federal data. Border Patrol arrested two of the illegal migrants and the third was later captured by New York State Police, according to Garcia's Post. The three illegal migrants face federal criminal charges, according to Garcia's Post. A spokesperson for CBP didn't immediately respond to a request for comment. A greater spike in illegal migra immigration or migration at the U.S.-Canada border has been taking place in recent years. Migrants often exploit Canada's lax visa restrictions, such as the travel visa waiver program for Mexican nationals, 
to fly there and cross into the U.S. illegally along the world's longest shared border. This domino effect all starts on the southwest, but then the effects are felt elsewhere because we have to use resources to deal with what's uh, taking place down south. And when you do that, then of course, you leave yourself wide open in other areas. And that's what we're seeing on the north right now. National Border Patrol Council President Brandon Judd previously told DCNF. Uh, you see, these uh, scumbags, uh, they're stupid. Uh, you know, uh, uh, they probably have the IQ of a pencil eraser. But they're smart enough to know, you know, the southern border is where everyone's looking. So they'll go to the northern border where they think they have a better chance. You know, uh, I, I say this all the time on the show anymore because, you know, I get sick of seeing these articles uh, about aliens. Now, I'm, I'm talking the little green men. Uh, get a grip. You know, maybe there is life out there, but I, I kind of doubt they're worried about us. Uh, I mean, look at us. Seriously. Uh, you know, uh, aliens wouldn't want anything we have. Most definitely. They, they probably wouldn't attack Earth uh, because of all the non-whites in it. Uh, you know, it's, it's pretty much uh, you know, when white people are all gone from the earth, this is, the earth is, is just, it's going to be a uh, shithole. You know, it'll be like one uh, traveling, rotating, tilting turd in the universe. So, you know, uh, aliens ain't worried about us. Uh, it's, it's what people are seeing, and I say this all the time, I believe to be uh, uh, aircraft, okay, uh, uh, unidentified flying objects, but not of the little green man uh, uh, type. Government. Government. You know, all the smoke that the government blows up our asses, don't you think that they would build things that people have never saw fly them around different areas of the United States and start this this starts the whole uh, uh, paranoia and fear remember fear is the greatest thing used to control people so if the government can throw fear into and I, I believe I said this uh, Tuesday if they can throw fear into the American people, uh, guess what? Guess what? They own us. Uh, so, you know, uh, when they talk about aliens, when they talk about aliens, don't look to the sky. And now, you know, just don't look to the southern border. Look to our northern border. Uh, we are being invaded, uh, most definitely. Uh, let's see. 
Now, speaking of fear, let me find this article. Oh, excuse me for a second. I need a drink. Okay, I'm back. I apologize for that. Um, I'm looking for this article. Just give me one second. Okay, here we go. Uh, talking about fear and how our government tries to instill fear into people. Here we go again with this uh, COVID BS. This comes from PBS.org. The headline is, President Biden says he will request more funding for a new vaccine. Now, I, I, I saw the article uh uh, uh, article here, but it, it, in that headline, it said, request more funding for a new COVID vaccine for everybody. So here we go again. Uh, the government is going to try to force us to take experimental drugs. Listen, I'm nobody's guinea pig. Nobody's guinea pig. I don't care what they, they would have to kill me to inject me with that stuff, plain and simple. Uh, you know, they come around to my door with a vaccine, and I will have no problem whatsoever telling them to shove that vaccine right up their ass because I'm not taking it. And I know there are many people uh, uh, that think as I do. Look at the problems the first wave of these vaccines caused. You know, people just dropping dead now for no reason. There's a reason. Look up the records. I'll bet, I'll bet most of the people that are suspiciously just dropping over dead were vaccinated. The media isn't going to tell you that. I don't know it for a fact, but I would bet on it. Uh, this comes from South Lake Tahoe, California. President Joe Biden said Friday that he is planning to request more money from Congress to develop another new coronavirus vaccine. As scientists track new waves and hospitalizations rise, though not like before. Of course not before. How many people noticed that uh, the winner uh, that had uh, claimed, uh, the government claimed COVID, there was no flu. Where'd the flu go? Where the hell did it go? Just decide not to come to America that year? No. The cases, the, the flu cases were called COVID cases, and, and we're going to have this again. Uh, I, I believe we are into the flu season. So here we go with hospitalizations. Listen, uh, people that are being hospitalized over this, uh, what I consider the flu, uh, you can call it COVID, call it whatever you want. I call it the flu. Have underlying issues. Listen, if somebody already has problems breathing, of course, the flu. Uh, and I do. I think the flu killed more people. The flu kills more people than what the uh, uh, COVID nineteen did. 
you know, uh, people with asthma, COPD, uh, I would probably be uh, a high risk if I was to get COVID. I had COPD. So I'd be at a higher risk of dying. But listen, I have an underlying illness. The flu could kill me. So, you know, it, 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 it's everybody that has any kind of a, a serious health issue is at risk of dying early. So, you know, uh, if you get this COVID, which I'm calling the flu, you're, you're at a higher risk. Uh, let's not turn this in or try to turn this into a pandemic uh, as, uh, you know, the old doom and gloom uh, maneuver to scare people. Uh, you know, uh, we don't need a uh, uh, a new vaccine. Uh, you know, I don't know even if the old vaccines were ever FDA approved. Uh, or the vaccine that was FDA approved, I don't think ever hit the market. Because see, here's here's how dirty these bastards are. They they uh, come up with that uh, last COVID vaccine. Uh, it went a while. The FDA approved it, but guess what? They didn't use that. They didn't use that uh, formula. They used. Uh, the, the still experimental COVID vaccine. You know why? Because the, FD, uh, uh, the FDA approved vaccine, if it would have caused the complications that it is right now, guess what? People could be suing the FDA. You know, they were pretty slick. Uh, you know, they were touting FDA approved uh, COVID vaccine. Everybody thought, oh, great. Well, if the FDC says it's okay, which is foolish to think anyhow, just because the FDC says it's okay, uh, don't forget who controls uh, the FDA. But anyhow, they, they fooled people thinking, you know, the FDA approved this, uh, so, you know, it must be okay. So they went and got the shot. They didn't get the FDA approved shot. You know, uh, if you took the experimental one somewhere in the frying print, whatever it did to you, that was tough because it was experimental. Uh, and it, this is a biased uh, article, of course, uh, PBS. Uh, officials are already ex uh, expecting updated COVID-19 vaccines that contain one version of the Omicron strain called XBB.1.5. It's an important change from today's combination shots, which mixed the original coronavirus strain with last year's most common Omicron variants. But there will always be a need for updated vaccines as the virus continues to mutate. It's called argument. Uh, 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 that slipped my mind. Uh, herd immunity. Uh, you get it. You become immune to it. Sure, it's going to have another variant, just like the flu. You know, when you get a flu shot, they don't know what strain of flu is coming. They could guess. 
and that's the flu shot you get. And then when the flu gets here, guess what? Uh, if it's a different one, you just got uh, vaccinated for nothing. And, and think about this, too. Look at what the things that are put into our food. All the bad things put into our food. Do you, do you think uh, uh, the COVID vaccine is any different? You know, that's probably full. Uh, what is that? Uh, uh, graphene oxide or something like that. Uh, I did an article on that a couple of years ago. And the graphene oxide was something that was used in an experiment to control rats. Yeah, to control rats. Uh now here here comes another uh vaccine not approved by the FDA experimental and the sad part is they will have a line of white healthy young people standing there in line waiting to get this vaccine you know i don't understand it, uh, how the government can have so much control over certain people to where they think that everything the government tells them is true. Um, unbelievable. And, and, you know, the information's out there. Look it up before you just uh, uh, believe something that the uh, government's telling you. It, it, it's crazy. And, you know, uh, a lot of the information you're going to get, though, is uh, media. I don't know how to say media influence, big uh, tech, uh, big media uh, influence. You know, you're going to get smoke blown up your ass during your search, too. But the truth there to find, and all, all you need is common sense, pretty much. Well, let's see what else I have here. Uh, let's see. Okay, you know, a lot of times I will uh, say uh, it doesn't matter the age of a black, that, that, that they have this inborn need to kill. Uh, you're never going to change that. Uh, you know, it'll be like trying to take the stripes off of a zebra. You're not going to change it. And this uh, article here comes from Front Page Detectives. The headline to this is, Florida boy 14, 14, accused of murdering sixth grade girl, an unthinkable crime. This 14-year-old is uh, black. Uh... The article here, a 14-year-old boy is accused of murdering sixth-grade girl at a home in Florida, according to authorities. The Lake City Police Department has announced the arrest of Janitarius Rashad uh, Flewellen and charged him with the August 24th fatal shooting of the 12-year-old victim, WJXT reported. Officials said the girl was at home in Lake City around 9 p.m. when bullets were fired into the residence and she was struck while sitting on a couch. Paramedics attempted to save the girl's life, 
but she was pronounced dead at the scene. Uh, Fulham, who was arrested on August 28th, faces charges of murder and two counts of attempted murder. You know, here's here's a 14-year-old black kid doing the only thing that he knows how to do is kill because uh, it, it's an inborn, uh, it, it's in their DNA. And that, you know, uh, they learn uh, uh, from what they see their parents do. Uh, uh, they listen to rap music, which glorifies the thug life. Uh, so uh, this is what he does. It, the, the picture, the picture of this 14-year-old, uh, I can't explain it. Uh, he looks to be well below uh, the 70 IQ. We'll put it that way. Uh, he looks like an idiot. Uh, to the point, I would actually say animal-like. And you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Animal, retarded animal, I guess you could put it. Or rabid animal. Going around shooting through people's homes. That doesn't say in there, that was the whole story. It doesn't say why, but there's no excuse why. You know, I don't know, maybe the house was a, uh, a drug house. Uh, maybe that ripped him off or whatever, but that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Here you have uh, a 14-year-old boy shooting into a house. Here's another reason why you should have firearms in your home, and readily available. Now, of course, you have to be safe. You have to have sense. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the uh, trigger guards. I'm not a big fan of every uh, firearm in the house being in a vault. Uh, they have to be handy. And listen, if you have little kids, and you put that firearm on top of something, they're not going to get it. For instance, in your dining room, if you have a, uh, uh, a cabinet, a, a dish uh, cabinet, you could open up the door to that and lay it right inside on the top. A little kid wouldn't even be able to reach the door to open the door, let alone uh, get to the top of that and get it. But it's readily accessible. Uh, in this case, like you have this uh, uh, black retard, 14-year-old retard, where you could have returned fire. Uh, you know, that makes it sound like the Wild West, but it should be. It should be. You know, if this 14, at, at 14 years old, if this uh, black idiot, uh, little thug, has the guts to shoot into someone's house, what's next? What's next? Now, you know what's going to happen to this uh, animal. They'll put him in juvie for four years till he's 18. Uh, he won't learn anything good uh, being in juvie. So he's going to come out in four years worse than what he was when he went in. Now, uh, this is why I say when you, when this happens, you should, and I don't know what the laws are. I don't, and they're different in every place. I don't know if you have the right to return fire uh, when this is happening, but you should. I mean, check your uh, check your state, or your area, 
and check the laws. Check into that. Because this is going to get more common. This isn't going to go away. It's going to get more common, and uh, people need to be prepared for that. Uh, here, and uh, we'll do this article next. Here we go, another black. Uh, this is a uh, female. Uh, let me find it here. Here we go. Uh, this article comes from Jezebel.com, and I think Jezebel, uh, I believe this is a, a black leftist uh, uh, media. The headline is, Ohio police fatally shot 21-year-old pregnant black woman who allegedly stole liquor. Now, you you, you got to love it when they have to put black. You know, if a, an officer shoots a black person, they always have to have that black in there. But if it's a white person, they don't say white person. Uh, this headline would never be Ohio police fatally shot 21-year-old pregnant white woman. You don't see those headlines, do you? You hardly ever see white in any uh, headline, unless it's something degrading us. Uh, then the media will put, you know, if they can degrade us. Uh, but unbelievable. And number one, number one, just from the headline, just from the headline, you can see that this black uh, uh, animal, you can see what her mothering instincts are. 21 years old, pregnant, and out stealing liquor. Real good mom there, huh? You know, uh, and I did read a little bit of this article before. She has other kids, and thank God. Thank God that they'll be uh, uh, removed from this uh, situation. Now, uh, you know, I don't... Uh, uh, I don't promote non-white people breeding in America. We'll put it that way. But when you have this uh, creature that's out stealing booze at 21 and pregnant. Now let's get into the article here. Police officers in Ohio shot and killed a 21-year-old black pregnant woman who was also the mother of 6-year-old and 3-year-old sons outside a Kroger store on Thursday. The police alleged the woman stole liquor from the store and claimed she tried to drive over an officer who got in front of her car. The woman, Takeya Young of Columbus, Ohio, was six months pregnant and set to give birth in November. Uh, you know, uh, there ain't much to say. Um, regardless, yeah, regardless of who would take that six-year-old and three-year-old, and uh, we'll, maybe later in the article we'll see if uh, uh, this baby, uh, this pregnant uh, woman, uh, if it was put out of its misery. Uh, but here we have a three- and a six-year-old. 
And you know, it wouldn't matter what family those kids were transplanted in. Uh, say it's a white family. And trust me, I don't promote white people uh, adopting any type of uh, child other than white. But uh, just uh, theoretically saying, suppose this six-year-old and this three-year-old, uh, these little black kids, uh, were adopted by a white family, they are still going to have that need to kill. It's, it's uh, in their genetics. It's in their DNA. Uh, so regardless. Uh, and, you know, I've seen stories already. Uh, where, you know, a white family will adopt a, a, a black child, the child gets older and kills their parents. Or the parents can't control them because they're thugs. Uh, let's get further into this. Uh, young shooting death is currently being investigated by the Ohio Bureau of Criminal Investigation. And the officers responsible for it are currently on paid administrative leave. Uh, Blendon Township Police Chief John Belford confirmed. Listen, it, it, this uh, animal was trying to run over police. Why would you make it sound like uh, a shooting and killing her was wrong? How can, hey, listen, no matter what color you are, if somebody was trying to run you down and you had a firearm, wouldn't you shoot? You know, you sure as hell wouldn't just stand there and let someone run you down. So, you know, uh, justice served in this case. Justice served. Big deal. And, and like I said, what a loss. There is no loss. What did America lose? What did America lose? A mother that thinks it's okay where, where was the six and the three-year-old? Uh, you know, this article's a bias. They won't tell you that. They were probably already in uh, uh, somebody else's care. They were probably taken uh, from this 21-year-old. And here she is, six months pregnant, and out stealing alcohol. Where were the, uh, the six and three-year-old kids if they weren't taken? It doesn't say they were with her. So where were they? And, you know, a mother uh, going to go out and steal liquor at six months pregnant. What did America lose? We lost absolutely nothing. Nothing at all. Uh, well, we lost one more criminal. We lost a criminal. That's a good thing. Uh, now, listen, like I said, and I always say not promote visual anti-violence. I do not. Uh, that is stupid. Uh, because when you're caught, you're jailed, you're imprisoned, and guess what? You're out of the game. You're out of the game to uh, to uh, to keep the fight for our white race, is what I'm trying to say. So, you know, visualize anti-violence, that's all it's going to get you. Locked up, and you're out of the game. Uh, use your voices. How many how many articles have I done here on the show? Uh, I'll do it one night, and uh, if it's Tuesday, by Thursday, uh, people 
uh, raised hell about whatever it was, and it was reversed because people used their voices. You know, when you have a criminal, no matter what color, like here, you didn't have to put black in the headline. Why Why didn't they put um, as, as something like Ohio drunkard or Ohio pregnant drunkard with two other kids caught, thought, uh, caught stealing booze and trying to run over a police officer? Because that's what the story is. This isn't what PBS is saying. But that's, that's the gist of it. I don't know where the six and the three-year-old was. They don't say it was with her, and that doesn't even matter. Uh, who knows? They might have been sitting uh, at home by themselves while a pregnant mom goes out to steal booze and tries to run over a police officer. Uh, my point here is uh, America lost absolutely nothing uh, over this uh, animal being put down. Nothing. And you want to know why, uh, like these uh, these articles that uh, make it sound like, uh, you know, police are against blacks. Uh, and statistically, the truth is more white people are killed by law enforcement than black people. That's the facts. That's the statistics. Mainstream media won't tell you that, but I will. I will. You know, guess what? Uh, don't just listen to what the mainstream media is telling you. Because when I see something that the mainstream media is uh, putting out there, automatically I know it's a lie. So I start digging, uh, you know, to find the truth of statistics to tell you. Uh, here is why these black people feel so entitled, like, uh, like we owe them something. Like it's a shame if they're killed by police in the act of a uh, crime. This is why. This article comes from The Blaze. The headline is, Black Lives Matter protester hit by police projectiles during 2020 riots awarded $3.75 million. Three and three quarter million dollars. Because he was hit with a projectile. Guess what? Don't be in the streets acting like an idiot or like a loose animal. and get, You wouldn't get hit by police uh, projectiles. You know, I'm sure the police, if this group was uh, uh, calmly protesting, uh, even you know, shouting through a bullhorn, I'm sure the police wouldn't have shot any projectiles towards that area. Uh, they shot projectiles to where the problem was. Uh, to where it was getting out of control. So if uh, 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 this dumbass that was hit by a projectile, if he wanted to peacefully protest, why didn't he move from the area of the riot? You know, it's simple. It's simple. Uh, California jury awarded $3.75 million in damages to a man who was allegedly hit twice by hard foam police projectiles during one of the Black Lives Matter protests in the summer of 2020. Hard foam. Uh, this was probably, uh, they're saying projectile, uh, this was probably non-lethal uh, ammunition. 
that they use just to stun and open the eyes of an idiot. You know, if you're standing out in public and you're making a complete ass out of yourself and bothering other people and the cops show up and uh, they use less, less lethal force, you know, if you're shot with one of these things, you're going to straighten up and you're going to think, wow, uh, that hurt. What the hell is going on here? And snap you out of it. What, what was this? What was the officer supposed to do? With this black retard out rioting in, in the streets, burning cities, looting stores empty. You saw the pictures. What were they supposed to do? Walk up and tap him on the shoulder and say, hey, uh, 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 would you knock that off, please? Of course not. It, uh, a non-lethal. Uh, a, a big deal made out of a non-lethal. Uh, you know, maybe they should eliminate non-lethal. Uh uh, any non-lethal ways of controlling a crowd, a crowd. Because when you're using non-lethal things, people are, uh, these blacks are being awarded millions of dollars. That That is just crazy. You would think that this black idiot, this retard, would be thankful that it was a hard foam projectile instead of a bullet. Which, in my opinion, listen, in my opinion, if you are a law enforcement officer, I'm not saying vigilante person out there running around. I am saying law enforcement. Law enforcement should have the right to use deadly force. If you have a crowd of black people stirring up uh, a riot, carrying on, and they come out uh, as a police officer, uh, they are coming at you or they are causing uh, destruction and other people's lives in danger, police officers should be allowed to use lethal force. Lethal force should be expected in situations like this. How in the hell is some black rioter going to be awarded $3.75 million because he was hit with a non-lethal projectile. Not a real bullet. Not a real bullet. This is why these blacks today walk around America uh, with their heads held, uh, held high, thinking they are uh, something. You know, they're, th these non-whites are being promoted to be something they are not. Uh, just like uh, uh, in, in TV shows today or in movies. Uh, if there is a white and a black actor there, the white guy is always portrayed as an idiot. And, you know, this black is an Einstein of some sort. You know, black people watch this and they really think uh, that, that this is real life. You don't realize that uh, uh, this animal was trained uh, to look smart on TV, uh, you know, uh, taught some intelligent words. But instead, these black people think this is real. And, you know, you have your average uh, 70 IQ black uh, sitting in the uh, projects watching these things on TV, smoking a blunt, thinking, yes, yes, you tell them we're powerful.
and it goes to their heads. Now you've got retarded black people running around uh, thinking they are Einsteins and uh, they, they can get away with all this stuff. This is why you have 14-year-old black kids out shooting through homes. Rewarded for crime. Uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, let's see what else I have here for this evening. Okay, you know, we, we're not allowed to have white pride. White pride is racist. Uh, black pride, yellow pride, rainbow pride, uh, brown pride. That's okay. That's allowed and it's to be uh, expected. But in a white Christian country, if we're proud, then we're racist. Well, guess what? I guess I'll die a racist. Because I'll, I, I'll be damned if I ever turn my back. Uh, on my race. Uh, let's see. Here's what happens if you're proud to be white. Uh, this comes from the news source, The Daily Signal. The headline is, Colorado school kicks out students for wearing Gaddison Den flag patch. That is uh, the don't tread on me uh, patch and flag. Uh, I'm sure you know uh, what I'm talking about. A Colorado school district kicked out a 12-year-old student off campus for refusing to remove a patch on his backpack depicting the nation's historical don't tread on me flag. According to a video and documents first posted by Connor Boyack, president of Libertas Institute, a seventh grader at the Vanguard sec uh, Secondary School named Jaden and his parents were dragged into a meeting Monday with Nicole Longhofer, an assistant school counselor. The reason? Administrators argued that the banner featuring a rattlesnake and the words don't tread on me and on Jaden's backpack, known as the Gadsden flag, is associated with slavery and the slave trade. Yeah, where the hell did they get that from? Here's what happened. So what I'm telling you, a 12-year-old boy, proud to be white, shows his pride. Don't tread on me, tried, uh, 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 don't tread on me, packed and flagged. There's nothing uh, obscene on there. There's no racial slurs or, you know, things like that. But right away, uh, 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 the media takes it, like this school district, uh, it, it's associated with slavery. Uh, the Vanguard, Vanguard Secondary School is a charter school that is part of Harrison School District 2 in Colorado Springs, Colorado. When asked what would happen if Jaden didn't remove the flag from his backpack, Longhoffer defle deflects saying she is worried he is missing so much class and telling Jaden to remove his things from his backpack and carry them around himself. Longhoffer tells Jaden's parents that we can't have that flag around other kids, according to the video. Why? Because maybe white pride might spread a little bit uh, uh, in, in the classroom. That's the only thing I can figure. Uh, 
Jaden's parents correct Longhoffer again by reminding her that the Gadsden flag was one of the United States standards flown in the American Revolutionary War against the British and had nothing to do with slavery. The student's parents asked Longhoffer if perhaps she is thinking of the Confederate flag. Longhoffer deflects again, saying, I am just here to enforce the policy that was provided by the school district, and definitely you have every right to not agree with it. There you go. There's what happens. Uh, you know, uh, a 12-year-old boy, a proud 12-year-old boy that has more knowledge than the damn teacher. The kid's smarter than the teacher. Isn't that something? Uh, uh, think about that. Uh, this teacher doesn't even know her history. Uh, but anyhow, there's what happens if you uh, show white pride. Okay, here's another example of why uh, blacks uh, think that they can get away with anything. It, well, and they are. That's the problem. They are. Uh, you know, here we are, a, a white Christian nation, and we're not allowed to be white or Christian. Uh, white people uh, uh, offend people in America. Uh, we're told that white people offend these non-white uh, deplorables in our country. You know, if, if you don't like it, leave. Leave. It, it, it's that easy. Here, now, how long, this comes from Revolt TV, and the headline is, KFC's new finger-licking good campaign is slammed for being racially insensitive. Now, we don't have to uh, guess too far here uh, who's bitching, uh, about KFC. Now, how long, I, I don't have this to uh, know this, but how long has KFC been around? How long have they used the catchphrase that their chicken is finger licking good? Now, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, because uh, Derek Chauvin snuffed out a, a worthless uh, criminal drug addict. Everything in America is racist. Everything we say as white people is racist. Uh, the article here, a new KFC campaign being run in Canada. Okay, this is uh, Canada. Uh, has sparked a flurry of criticism on Twitter after photos of billboards were deemed racially insensitive. The global restaurant chain has long used its slogan, It's Finger Licking Good, and in a new advertisement, the company utilizes a witty attempt at proving it. Azim Akhtar, the director of marketing for KFC Canada, excitedly shared images that depicted the reflections of two black men and a woman of color in silverware as they ate chicken and licked their fingers. Sorry, utensils. It's finger licking good. Latest campaign I couldn't be more proud of, he tweeted. Now here, number one, here, this KSC, Director of Marketing, Azam Akhtar. Now, here you have uh, 
a non-white to begin with, a marketing director. They're not calling it racist. They're calling it racially uh, insensitive because it's a non-white to come up with the uh, ad. So here they, they can't blame it on white people. If this uh, uh, director of marketing for KFC would be a white person, they call it racism. Uh, but here, uh, let's get further into the story here. Uh, the marketing effort was applauded by many for creative playing off the slogan, which dates back to the 1950s. But black people in particular expressed disappointment, criticizing KFC for approving a marketing plan that perpetuated racist stereotypes. There we go, racist stereotypes. Now, anybody that has been unfortunate enough to sit around black people at a dining table in a restaurant knows exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, they eat with pretty, pretty much, they eat with their hands. They uh, smack their lips. And they lick their fingers. Now, why is it racist for somebody to utilize that factual truth in an ad? In an ad. And, you know, this, it, it, black people know this. This is why I said uh, the N-word. At one time, the definition was uh, uneducatable, dumb, uh, you know, pretty much just a uh, dumb person. That was the original definition. The blacks took offense to that because it described them to a T. So what they do, they changed the definition. Now, uh, today, uh, and for uh, many years now, uh, now it says it's a racial slur. They never said that the original uh, definition for the N-word. And here, this ad uh, shows blacks uh, in their natural habitat how they eat, like animals. So this is why they're taking offense to it. If this was a white person... And, you know, white people were known to eat from the, with their hands. And this ad went up. You know, white people wouldn't think anything about it because, uh, you know, we would say that's uh, our heritage, our history. Uh, black people don't want to own up to how uncivilized they are. Uh, how unhuman they are. This is why they take offense. And listen, this is a white Christian country. We should not have to dumb down ourselves to the point of being an animal. This is a white Christian country, civilized white Christian country. And we have 13% of our population telling us that they are offended by living here. You know, any time, and, and this would be great if this... Uh, would, uh, uh, you know, uh, come into law. People, these black people 
and other non-whites, but I'm talking black people here because this is what we're talking about. Any black person that opened their mouth against the United States, against whites, against Christians, should be deported immediately. You know, if these uh, spoiled uh, uh, I hate to use the word people, but we heard uh, these spoiled herds. If they saw that by their crying that they were being deported back to Africa, guess what? America would fall silent. You wouldn't hear a black person say one thing against America, against white people, against Christians. They would quit asking for reparations, something they don't deserve. It would all settle it down. And, you know, that would be that would be nice for white America, too. To it, it less crime. A whiter America. Anybody here that isn't happy, uh, you're invited to leave. Our government uh, should implement something that people against America should be deported, plain and simple, right there on the spot. You're not happy here? Get the hell out. We're tired of carrying you. Our backs hurt. And this last article, you know, I always try to find something offbeat uh, and funny, uh, which I found this funny. Uh, I'm not going to get into the whole thing, but uh, this comes from the New York Post. The headline is, Party Poopers. Hospitalizations for foreign objects and rectums on the rise. Yes, you heard right. Uh, where where this stuff comes from and who does the study, I don't know. But uh, this is just how out of control uh, we are. The world is. Uh, the article, it starts out, bummer. Nearly 4,000 people are hospitalized with foreign objects in their rectum each year according to a new study published last month in the American Journal of Emergency Medicine. With many of the stuck items, uh, sexual objects. Uh, let's see. Like I said, uh, I'm not reading the whole thing. Uh, they decided to analyze emergency reports from 2012 to 2021. So this has been a study. Uh, going on since uh, uh, 2012. How many people come into the emergency for, uh, room with things uh, that they have shoved uh, in their uh, uh, asses? Uh, the U.S. found 38,948 emergency department visits based on 885 cases in this time period among party poopers older than 15. Now, it says here, uh, over half of the objects were sex toys. The system kept, kept a record of injuries related to consumer products, 
according to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Um, uh, it says the average age of pa uh, patient visiting the emergency room was 43 years old. Uh, nearly 78% of patients were male. 40% of the patients required hospitalization. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, here's some of the items uh, that they found. Balls and marbles, as well as drugs, were associated with a lower rate of hospitalization. Now, why in the world? Well, why would anyone stick anything in their behinds? Now, balls and marbles? Seriously? Anyhow, uh, the reason I did this article because uh, foreign objects and the asses on the rise. You know what probably caused the spike? So many white people today having their heads in their asses and failing to see exactly what's happening in America. That's why I get this, this whole article. Because as soon as I saw this, I thought, but... <laughs> They ought to list uh, people's heads is the number one thing up their behind. Because so many people today have their heads up their asses. So, uh, anyhow, I'm going to leave you with that. I'm going to let that article lay there and uh, <laughs> you think about that. Uh, give you something to think about this evening. Uh, I'm going to close out this uh, evening show this Thursday. I'll be back here on Tuesday, September 5th at 7 p.m. Eastern uh, into September already. Uh, this this year flew. Uh, look up the show page on True Social. I have had people ask because the show is no longer on uh, White Pride Radio. It's on Spotify only. And uh, I've had people email me and reach out to me on uh, uh, social media asking what happened to the show. Uh, they're going to uh, White Pride Radio, and the shows are gone. Uh, the Rust Belt Klansman is gone. Uh, Behind the Hood is gone. And this is a reason why you need to download True Social and look up the Rust Belt Klansman show and tap follow, because there is where you'll find the information. Uh, so I've had several emails to where I told people, you know, you have to go uh, to Spotify. It's not on White Pride Radio anymore. Uh, and I don't know if I mentioned uh, uh, that it was returning to White Pride Radio, but that's looking like uh, uh, that isn't going to be a possibility. Uh, so, uh, you know, it it's, it's, has nothing to do uh, with White Pride Radio not wanting the show. It has nothing to do with me not wanting to be on White Pride Radio. It's just one of those things that, you know, this is how it is. So before anybody starts concocting uh, uh, theories, there is no theory. There is no theory. It just simply isn't on White Pride Radio anymore just because it's not on White Pride Radio anymore. Uh, there was no falling out with uh, 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 the owners of Alt-Right TV or... 
uh, White Pride Radio there on Alt Alt-Right TV. There was no falling out. There was nothing uh, uh, shady. Uh, you know, I've had this happen before. Uh, it's been a while that uh, I forget what happened uh, with the show. And the rumor got out that uh, I had a falling out with the owners of uh, Alt-Right TV, which, which is ridiculous because the owners of Alt-Right TV and White Pride Radio are the ninth party of the Ku Klux Klan. So there's no fear of ever being a falling out between uh, myself. I am a lifetime member. So uh, anyhow, it looks like it's going to be permanently just on Spotify. But download True Social, look up the Rust Belt Klansman Show, and tap follow. There's where you'll get the information. Then you'll know where the shows are. Uh, and also, uh, Rust Belt Live. Um, it's looking like I may just uh, trash that idea of uh, Rust Belt Live. Uh, there's two people, only two people uh, started to follow it, and uh, that simply isn't worth my time. Uh, it's, it's not worth my time to do uh, a live show with two followers. Now, I could do the show and, uh, you know, uh, pick up strays, you know, that are just scrolling through the live shows and uh, tap listen. Uh, but I, I just simply uh, have no desire to do that with two followers. So uh, Rust Belt Live is pretty much, uh, uh, that's history. Uh, I may do another show um, because uh, behind the hood, uh, that was only 15 minutes, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I'm tossing around uh, doing that because that was only on White Pride Radio. That's not on Spotify here. Uh, but I'm thinking about uh, doing a show called The Underground which would be uh, 15 minutes, one article, my thoughts on it in 15 minutes, and actually have it here on uh, Spotify. Uh, so uh, I'm thinking about that as well. So uh, there are going to be some changes coming. Uh, good changes, but uh, changes nonetheless. Uh, if you have any news articles, thoughts, suggestions, ideas, you like the show, you hate the show, uh, you can email those directly to the Rust Belt Clansman Show at heyrustbeltclansman at mail.com. Uh, that's very simple. It's all lowercase letters, heyrustbeltclansman at mail.com. You can also call into the show at area code 412 254-6226. You can leave a voice message or you can text uh, that number. So uh, there's outlets uh, to reach the show. Uh, use them. Use them. Uh, that's what they're there for. Okay. We're going to close out the show, as always here, uh, on the Rust Belt Klansman Show, in prayer. Uh, so, Murph, uh, here we go in prayer, brother. My white brothers and sisters, please bow your heads. 
Father, grant me the wisdom and counsel through your Holy Spirit to work well before you. You have gifted some to be teachers and some to be prophets and counselors, and I ask you to bring those into my life that I may succeed in the call of righteousness you have given me. You have not desired that I walk this life alone, and so you have provided a congregation of fellow believers with whom I may walk alongside. Together we may bear with one another and cross the finish line in victory, reinforcing me the way of life and grant me success as I endeavor to walk the path. I trust in you for your great mercy and the good gifts you give to me to help me along the path, righteous King. I put my hope in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, so there is a wrap for this Thursday evening show. Thank you for listening. I appreciate all of you guys. Uh, and I hope you join me on Tuesday, September 5th. That's the next show. Uh, next Tuesday, September 5th at 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Spotify. As always, from the Rust Belt Clansman Show, myself, Paul Brown, White Power! Yeah, it dies. <laughs> it means.